0: You're listening to eCommerce Marketing School, presented by Privy and Triple Whale. I'm your host, Val Geisler. Okay, time for another class of eCommerce Marketing School. Today we have another amazing guest professor. We're going to get right into it because she and I have a lot to talk about. Monica Groney from Morea. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thanks so much for having me. I am so excited to talk to you. So for those that don't know, Maria, wellness is not your typical gifting item. And we are talking BFCM this season. And so I was so excited to talk to you because I work for a baby formula company, not usually a gift item. I mean, you know, someone might give you a can for... Uh, if you're pregnant or have a new baby, maybe. but you know also uh, Maria is not necessarily a gifting item unless you maybe know someone who's they already using it. So I thought we could just talk about and I feel like there's tons of brands that are not really banking on q four in the way that some other brands do and yet there are still opportunities for us <laughs> in the world of bfcm at least I hope I hope they are. I hope my plans will plan out. <laughs> and uh, so I wanted to hear from you and kind of chat through a few different ideas and maybe also steal some ideas from you. Yeah, I think inevitably, like Q4 is a shopping
1: period, even if people aren't gifting. And so I've tried to just wrap my head around that and stay positive. Although it is really hard for us to sit here and be like, oh, someone's going to gift someone PMS supplements. I think that's like a little bit of a slap in the face, but it couldn't be like a funny gag gift, I guess. Like, hey, honey, you're actually quite bitchy. I don't know if I can swear here, but I did. Um, Like, (laughs) here's a little stocking stuffer for you. But yeah, we've definitely had to put some strategies into place and kind of get creative.
0: Well, and also Maria operates on subscription basis, right? So uh, any kind of gifting would... Revolve around gifting a subscription. How does that work?
1: Yeah, we offer one time purchases and subscriptions. A couple of years ago, we did a gifting campaign with subscriptions. So we set up a specific subscription type that was basically pay in advance and made a landing page that was like gift a subscription and really targeted that we sent emails to our existing customers being like, you know, if you want to stay committed to your routine this year, like ask for a six month subscription from your significant other. And we were sending emails like forward this email to your husband so he can buy this for you. I think as we get older, I don't know. I don't know about you, but I'm asking for more practical gifts of like, all right, how can I just like lower my cost of things I already want or need in my daily life by having someone gift it to me. So we kind of positioned that and allowed people to gift subscriptions in that way. And that was like a limited time offer.
0: I think that forward this to someone is such a compelling message and could be adopted by literally any brand, even if you are a like big Q4 gift type of item, sending that like direct messaging of just hit forward and send it to your people. I mean...
1: My husband doesn't know what to buy me. It's not like he's in my saved folder on Instagram and knows when I'm like, oh those shoes those shoes are cute. It's like I have to physically hit share and be like, I think these shoes are cute. Hint hint. Like (laughs) so I think it could be across channels too. You know, it can be on social that you could go like deep with a whole campaign around how to tell your significant other what to gift you this holiday season, like that kind of thing. So
0: yeah. There's also there's that like SNL skit that I think it was last year or the year before where the mom's like, I got a robe, you know, that (laughs) where it's kind of poking fun at the fact that you kind of get gifts. If you don't really ask for anything specific, you're going to get gifts that people think you want. And, you know, it's the old Father's Day, dad gets a tie thing of like, well, you know, dad might actually want something different for Father's Day. So encouraging people or reminding them that like it's perfectly okay to send someone an email and say, this is what I want. And then you as the brand really positioning that email as like information, here's exactly where to buy it, maybe even saying, Hey, future gift giver, like this is why you're, why you were forwarded this email. This person wants our products because, and kind of laying it out there to them of like what they're going to be investing in.
1: Yeah. I think for our brand too, it's easy for us. Like we get a lot of customer service from husbands, boyfriends, like the significant other of thank you so much, because it's helping their significant other feel more stable, balanced, which makes the relationship better. And so I think like targeting that email and being able to say, not only how is this going to help the person you're going to gift it to, but how is this also going to change your life, right? Like, cause it is going to make an impact if your significant other is happier. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we definitely take that approach with baby formula is like ultimately the end user is not the purchaser, <laughs> but the purchaser, the parent, uh usually gets the benefits um along with the the baby, the end user. So there's that that too those talking about the benefits that they'll see. You know, the and that extends to again, like Pretty much every product. I'm thinking about. We talked to Connor Roland about uh, Hexclad and thinking about like how they could talk about like your morning eggs won't be burnt anymore because you're using like really high quality. You're the person cooking for you is you're giving the gift of high quality cookware. You know those kinds of things that the end consumer of the result of the product will experience. I think that's really important.
1: Yeah, even if it's not a gift you're not gifting it to yourself, like you get a benefit out of the person you're giving it to.
0: Yeah. Okay. Are you doing anything that is kind of product adjacent? So one thing we've talked a lot about is spinning up a swag store uh, so that there are items that are actually giftable that are related to our brand. Yeah.
1: So we have created a bundle this season that we're calling the cozy bundle. And this includes... One of our merch items. So we have really cool athletic socks that say emotional on them. So we're using that merch piece along with our tea, which our tea is less like, it's not really a supplement. Um, it's like. A warm comforting thing we're kind of positioning this cozy bundle as a stocking stiffer stocking stuffer option I think with the stocking stuffer category you can go out on a limb a little bit for someone you're gifting to um so this is kind of again positioned towards like the significant other of like what am I supposed to put in my wife slash girlfriend stocking and really having that option of this like it's a small low ticket item they're all smaller items that could go in a stocking and be kind of that initiation into our brand
0: yeah and even for your existing customers to be able to gift to a friend or a family member that little bundle so that they can introduce someone new to the brand who may not maybe appreciate being gifted a subscription to a pms product that's actually
1: that just kind of in my mind a good idea too is we should we should be positioning it as a gifting exchange opportunity or like white elephant gift or when you do like gifting swaps with your friends and you're like, all right, we have like a $50 limit because, you know, you don't want to be just like spending huge amounts with your friend group. I think that we should be positioning that bundle for that too.
0: Um, My friends and I do a favorite things party and that's always you buy three things and then you give it's very complicated, the rules of a favorite things party, but you buy three of your favorite thing. Um, So it might be really fun to even think about like bundling it specifically for like a white elephant or a favorite things like maybe it's like a buy two, get one half off or something like that, that you can create little bundles of your swag. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a great idea. That's fun. Okay. And then what else? Like, I mean, BFCM is more than just like deals on Friday, something we've talked a lot about recently, actually, just as of today is uh, giving Tuesday and the initiatives that we have behind giving to foundations and causes that are bigger than us. Do you do anything like that?
1: Yeah, so we take it as a huge opportunity and i also think that that period of time i know especially from working with other brands that period of time from like shipping deadline to kind of holiday like to christmas is really kind of a lull so we take that time to market that kind of give back period and we started doing this last year and actually stole the idea from coco kind the skincare company but it's a pay what you can campaign and so for a period of time, we lower the price of our product and they can choose from three different price points. One being basically like a base cost of the product. So it's the lowest discount that you can get, or you can add five or $10 to that cost. And the five or $10 additional goes to a nonprofit of choice. So something typically for us, it's in the menstrual space, women's health space, period poverty, that kind of thing. And that really allows us to get some new subscribers in the door, but also be marketing it from a position of not just kind of like, Hey, we're having a huge sale because we don't even really run that many sales, but the pay what you can campaign has been really fun and a great way to boost subscriber count going into the new year.
0: Yeah, okay. So the growth marketer in me then says, how do those people convert long term? Like people that come in on a pretty significant discount. I think that that's something we all think about with holidays and discount too is like, how are these people going to become customers long term for us?
1: Yeah, that is a good question. Last year with the campaign, we saw a lot of people pay more. To donate. And so it was kind of like, and I'd have to, I honestly haven't looked at cohort data, I probably should. But it was kind of like, if people are willing to pay the extra 5 or $10 to donate, I think that they're not necessarily like a discount customer.
0: Yeah, true. And also, I think there's something psychological. And, uh, you know, we can talk to better experts than I am at, at this, like Sarah Levenger or someone about the psychological uh, impact of offering a pay what you can, it makes people stop and think like, wait, can I actually pay the full amount? Do I need this discount? Because... You might be attracting a, a customer who doesn't actually need it and can give the extra money or a brand might offer like three different payment options. And maybe we take the like giving piece out of it and just say like, hey, pay what you can means you can choose from these three payment options. And someone might actually, and you might find that most people are choosing the the full payment anyways. I think it'd be an interesting experiment.
1: Yeah. Or at least the middle option. I think a lot of people don't want to be paying the lease I don't know again that is a complete assumption but yeah I think it is it is a good point to kind of be thinking about the quality of the customer we honestly find that just with our follow-up and post-purchase you know that person is inevitably purchasing for themselves and with our product we really educate around the effectiveness over a 90 day period so really pushing them to that like three purchase threshold for them to decide if it's a good fit for them or not so i don't know that we've like truly had too much of a problem with a drop off after purchase one but
0: never know yeah <laughs> The other thing that we were talking about was like, what else can we do if we're not a sale brand? And we certainly don't want to just like be in people's inboxes, because we all know those are jam packed in the months of November and December. We don't want to just like be in their inbox taking up space if we don't need to be. And if we also have nothing really of value to offer other than reminding them that we exist and all the things that marketing does what can we do? We're not going to offer a discount. We're not launching new products specifically for the holiday. Cause that's the other thing is like, you're similar to us of like a one skew brand. That's all we got. So one of the things that I was talking to our team about was creating some like coloring sheets or word searches or something that specifically for us, we're a family oriented brand. So, um, assuming people who have babies, probably have older siblings or cousins visiting for Thanksgiving, Christmas, you know, creating opportunities to provide value to them in that way. That's adjacent to our brand, but, and also really not selling anything, but just like giving to them during that time.
1: Yeah. I think that that's a great idea. I mean, for our brand brand, stress is it plays a huge role in people's lives around hormonal issues so i think there's probably a lot we could play with there too of like sending them you know a yoga flow that we liked or meditation or just like adding value of like hey we're not necessarily trying to sell you anything but we also want you to feel good in this season so here are some tools
0: yeah that's really nice like a little, I hate the term self-care, but like a self-care checklist, like something that you can kind of look at or remember on a, you know, every night, make sure you do these three things before you go to bed or um, take a moment on a daily basis to do this or the impact also that like those things have had on your team, maybe people introducing the people behind the brand, uh, kind of does a couple of different things there. But I love that being able to share particularly like a yoga flow that, or maybe it's like grab the family and do this yoga flow. Well, uh, you know, after maybe not immediately after your turkey dinner, but like... <laughs> That evening, um, when you're all sitting around and need the stretch, that's a really nice add-on. Yeah,
1: I think especially for us, this is kind of like our October, if you will, because January, New Year, New You, is pretty big for us. Oh, yeah. So we want to show value and keep the audience engaged and build the audience right now, so that we can kind of go into more of a acquisition push in January as well. So.
0: So, okay, so then thinking through that, experience is like, for those of us who aren't necessarily looking for true acquisition during Q4, and it's really about building relationship and building future customers, what does that look like? How do you keep people engaged if they did come in during this busy time period, and maybe maybe they were buying a gift? Um, I know my husband tells me all the time, and now I get all these emails from this brand that I don't even I just bought it for you. (laughs) So how do how do you take that approach of like, we've talked, to a few different guests about kind of identifying gift givers and helping kind of direct them in the right place or or, uh, helping them kind of self-select into a particular flow. What do you do there?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. I don't know that we're doing it well right now historically i've definitely post holiday attempted to segment gift givers versus purchasing for yourself because i mean inevitably even during holiday people are purchasing for themselves and then it's really transitioning like you're going to have some fall off with the gifting kind of community and again I think that that's a really great opportunity of if you can segment those customers and I'm really thinking like email campaigns here is if you can get them to self segment as a gifter can you then do a campaign to your gifter segment of okay who did you gift to and can you forward them this email so that they can continue to be a customer with us because maybe they really love that gift
0: Yes, I love the idea of just asking people. Yeah, um, like I think we're all so afraid of actually talking directly to our customers as humans, but. We have to remember that there's like there's it's an individual person opening that email and reading it. And they're well, we're sitting behind a computer and they're sitting behind a computer or their phone or whatever. It, they are human. And if you ask them questions, they probably will answer you, um, whether that's like long form, you want their like long written responses, or you're just asking them to click a link that's going to then segment them into the right. Nobody wants emails they don't want. Right. Uh, so if you're saying like, I'm only going to send you emails that are relevant to you if you click on one of these choices. I'm going to do that. And I mean, I know I'm an email marketer, but I think my husband even would say like, wow, I really appreciate that as a gift giver.
1: Yeah. Like you said, your husband has even said, you know, I'm getting all these emails from this brand now. And what if he was just asked like, hey, I'm the gift giver and I'd prefer not to great. And then you just send an email, like forward this to whoever you gave it to. So we can make sure that they're having a good experience.
0: Yeah. And that email can even be like a, hi, you are the recipient of a gift from us. And if you want to get our emails, here's where you can choose to do that, right? Like they might not necessarily go to the website, like you or I would, we know to go to the website, but as... Our friend, Kristen LaFrance calls them muggles, Uh, non-marketing people don't necessarily know to do that and to go like sign up for our email flows to learn how to use the product and get the most out of it.
1: Yeah. I feel like I'm constantly reminding myself, like not everyone is a marketer. Not everyone knows how this whole like e-commerce world works. And at the end of the day, like customers are pretty stupid. And I mean that in like the nicest way. They're just stupid about what we know. And so you really can like ask for people to self-segment and talk to them like an individual, and then provide value. So you're forwarding an email to someone who actually received a gift, be like, here's what to expect if you do subscribe to our emails and provide value and show them I want to be on that list.
0: And I think so one tip that I gave to all of my clients when I was consulting was send a email before Black Friday. That says, hey, we're going to send you like a ton of emails over the next week or so. And if you are just like, don't want to get those, if you're not buying gifts, if you already have them all secured, whatever your choice is, you can actually opt out of those emails. Alone and not drop off of our list completely. Because to your point, people will choose a path if you give it to them. But if you don't give them a path, the only one they have is to completely unsubscribe. So, you know, giving them opportunities to like change their cadence of of emails from you or just kind of opt out for a week and then come back to your emails over December. I think that that's really important too to like recognize the humanness of overflowing inboxes. And we just want to be with our families.
1: Yeah, I think that that's a really good tip. A lot of people I know are using that around like triggering holidays, Mother's Day, Father's Day. But I think even this time of year, give people the option.
0: Yeah, like don't want to get our sales. That's fine. We won't send them to you. Yeah. Yeah, But we'll talk to you later, like once this period has passed, and people really appreciate that. I will also share that for every client that actually implemented that, they got sales from that email. Even though the only call to action was to opt out of a time period of emails, they actually made money off of them. So um, just a little challenge to Our students today to maybe try something that feels a little bit scary, but actually could turn out really great for your brand in the long run.
1: Yeah, I think it really humanizes a brand too, right? Like, we get it. We know everyone doesn't want to see these 14 emails that are going to come over this one weekend. Like, and people are like, oh, I respect this. Great. I'm going to go buy it from you. Absolutely.
0: Monica, I really appreciate your time and energy today. I am so grateful that we had this chance to connect. And now that I'm on the brand side, and selling uh, as not a we're kind of in two very different places in regards of like life journey for our customers. Yeah. Uh, um, but similar in that, we're a single skew, non-gift items. I think there's a lot of brands out there who probably feel the same way. Hopefully they have tuned in to today's episode. If they want to like continue to learn from you, uh, follow what you're doing with Maria, how can they find you?
1: Yeah, at Monica Groney on Twitter, Instagram, pretty much any social media channel out there. Come say hi.
0: Um, Monica has a really incredible uh, Instagram. And I mean, I probably I'm like classic elder millennial and that I get my information from Instagram. So probably it's also TikTok, but I see it in reels. Uh, Incredible series on like building with a a case study and how to build a follower list um, in on social media. Yeah through like a daily challenge. Um, so go scroll through uh, the TikToks and Instagram reels that Monica has. Um, and, you know, finding that topic that really resonates with your audience and going all in on it for a time period, it was incredibly impactful for you. Um, and I know it will be for anyone who gives it a shot too.
1: Yeah. Just that
0: discipline and commitment. I didn't, I didn't expect it. And I'm wildly still blown away by it. So you're like, we're going to do this for 30 days. And they're like, Oh no, people are watching. I actually have to do this for 30 days. Yeah. It's like that. But, you know, they say do it in
1: public just to be held accountable. And it was, you know, started with a very small audience. And then all of a sudden there were hundreds of thousands of people.
0: Love it. I love that for you and for Maria and for everyone that was watching because they all got great value out of it. So yeah, thank you, Monica. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much, Val. All right, class, make sure you're subscribed to eCommerce Marketing School and huge favor. If you hear an episode you love, please take two minutes to leave a review. With Privy, anyone can be a marketer. Simple, intuitive email and SMS marketing that drives real results without the complexity. And before I go, a special shout out to Triple Whale. E-commerce Marketing School is now part of the Triple Whale Podcast Network. Triple Whale helps you easily manage and automate analytics, attribution, merchandising, forecasting, and more in the palm of your hand. Check them out by scheduling a demo today.